Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Canadian pop star Celine Dion announced her on Instagram recently the postponement of her upcoming tour due to a diagnosis of stiff person syndrome, a rare neurological disease that affects about one in a million people. Now, I've got to admit, I didn't know anything about stiff person syndrome or SPS uh, before that announcement. Um, earlier this year, Dion uh, cancelled several shows on her North American tour and for her Las Vegas residency, she was citing uh, health concerns. Now, eight of her shows scheduled for summer 2023 will be cancelled. Here is uh, Celine Dion from her announcement last week. Recently, have been diagnosed with a very rare neurological disorder called stiff person syndrome, which affects something like one in a million people. While we're still learning about this rare condition, we now know this is what's been causing all of the spasms that I've been having. Unfortunately, these spasms affect every aspect of my daily life, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use my vocal cords to sing the way I'm used to. That was Celine Dion um, making the announcement uh, that she was diagnosed with SPS uh, last week. So what is SPS? Joining me now to discuss um, the uh, condition uh, is Dr. Katie Beaton, neurologist at St. Paul's Hospital and clinical assistant professor at UBC. Dr. Beaton, thank you for joining us today. No problem. Nice to be here. Uh, What causes SPS? So that's a very good question. We still don't have all the answers to that. Uh, Stiff person syndrome, uh, we think, is uh, caused by an autoimmune attack on parts of the body um, inside the central nervous system. So our nervous system is made up of uh, a close balance between things that excite it and things that stop that excitement. And in the context of stiff person syndrome, you've had a decrease in the things that stop the excitement. And so there's an overactivity of the muscle system that causes stiffness and spasms. So it, it will impact sort of every aspect of your daily life, one assumes, with that diagnosis. It sure does, because the stiffness and the spasms primarily affect the biggest muscles. So the big muscles within the stomach and the chest as well as the back and then in the in the top parts of the legs as well. So when those muscles are feeling stiff it makes ambulation extremely difficult and then the spasms on top of that are extremely unpredictable. And so if a spasm occurs during walking then that can cause a fall or um, if it occurs in the large muscles of the back it can cause significant pain um, and uh, other disruptions to your daily life. The diagnosis, diagnosis itself is not fatal. That's correct. It is, it, it is not a fatal diagnosis, but it is a chronic diagnosis, so we don't have a cure for it. Uh, is there a difference in regards to how it affects men and women, uh, or is, is one gender impacted more than the other? So it's much more common, um, at least three times more common in women, um, but in those that have the disease, they, they manifest similar symptoms. Uh, and is it genetic? Uh, so 
Probably not, <laughs> although there's a bit of a caveat to that. Um, autoimmune diseases, um, we don't have a specific genetic mutation that is associated with a lot of them, um, but uh, they do tend to run in families. So it may not even always be the same autoimmune disease, uh, but some families we see much higher um, incidence of autoimmune diseases of various kinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if somebody feels there's something wrong or they're going through something, uh, how would SPS be diagnosed? So stiff person syndrome is diagnosed typically by a neurologist. Um, It can often be quite a delay in diagnosis because the symptoms at the beginning of muscle spasms and muscle cramping or stiffness are fairly nonspecific. Um, But uh, with the progressive difficulties with walking um, and, and significant pain, often these patients will be referred to a neurologist. And the diagnosis will be made based on their clinical symptoms as well as performing specialized electrical testing where we can test how the nerves and muscles are talking to each other, called electromyogram or EMG. Uh, In regards to treatment itself, what, what kind of treatments would be available? So the first part of treatment is trying to address the spasms and, um, and muscle stiffness. And we do with that with medications that help to increase that inhibition again that's out of balance. Um, so with medications like benzodiazepines or clonazepam um, that, that help to increase or so to decrease that muscle spasm. Um, and then with some medications that are also used for other disorders like seizures, which are an overactivity of the nervous system in a different way. Um, so medications like pregabalin, which can help to decrease that overexcitement. Now that's managing the symptoms. And then the sort of second part of that is trying to address the autoimmune disruption that's occurring. So the, the fact that the immune system is attacking, attacking the body. And we um, will sometimes use medications like intravenous immunoglobulins, which are taking immunoglobulins from health, so the antibodies from healthy donors' um, blood Mm -hmm. and giving that to somebody with an autoimmune disease to decrease the activity of their immune system so that we're we're calming things down that way. Is it almost like, for lack of a better term, like a reset for the body that you have to do or try to do? With the immunoglobulins, you mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's distracting your immune system from wreaking havoc by giving a healthy immune system's components to to you. Uh, I hadn't heard of something like this before. I mean, this is I mean, in many cases, Celine Dion coming out and discussing the challenges before her raises awareness of of um, SPS more than ever before. I guess because I had never heard of it before. And most people wouldn't have. This is something that's going to affect maybe one or two per million people. So it's a very rare disorder, um, which uh, makes it difficult to diagnose because not only the general public, but many um, primary care physicians have also never heard of this. Hmm. And the impact on one's life, uh, I mean, it is quite significant, isn't it, in regards to just carrying on with the quality of life or going on with what one would say is a sort of a normal life would be, is very difficult. Absolutely. Not only does it affect your ability to walk and cause unexpected pain or falls, the um, the pain associated with the stiffness and spasms is really severe. And so these people's quality of life is being affected not only by dealing with massive amounts of pain and difficulties with mobility, um, but it can also affect the limbs as well, making limb use more difficult and really does affect every part of of 
their lives. Mm. Well, this is incredibly uh, fascinating. And like I said, I hadn't heard of it before, but I'm glad there's people like yourself looking into it and and working on it. And uh, hopefully one day we'll have uh, a cure as well. Uh, Dr. Beaton, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. It's been nice talking to you.